For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living on AM 1500 brought to you by the Village Green with your host today, Dr. Kevin Passero. We are here every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. bringing you the most up-to-date information on health and wellness. Our hope is to inspire you to live a healthier life and a better life for yourself, your family, and our planet. Today, Dr. Pacero will be interviewing Bill Shaddle. Bill Shaddle has been involved in helping doctors understand and apply nutrition as a therapeutic tool for more than 40 years. Starting as a sales representative in the Midwest, he has managed sales teams, product lines, divisions, and companies in the nutritional sciences field. Bill has developed expertise in taking complex nutritional topics and explaining them in clear and easy to understand ways which has given him the opportunity to speak to doctors, pharmacists, and practitioners throughout the United States, Canada, Europe, Mexico, South Africa, and Australia. He has developed workshops and training programs on dozens of different health and nutritional topics. Bill is currently Senior Director of Medical Education for Metagenics Incorporated, where he uses his background and knowledge to help translate metagenic science into practical application for the healthcare practitioner. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Bill, thank you for being with us this morning. It's my pleasure. Glad to be here. Excellent. All right. So the topic we've got nailed down for today is something that uh, metagenics and people are always coining these really interesting phrases. Today we've got inflammaging. So, you know, obviously, as the name implies, sort of translating the role of inflammation to aging. So let's talk about aging. It's, you know, our biggest concern. It's not when we're, you know, in our youth, but as soon as we pass probably around the 40-year-old mark, we start to think about that process because we start to see things really change in our body in ways that we didn't anticipate and that weren't in line with how we used to find our bodies operated in our youth. So uh, obviously people have been seeking the fountain of youth forever, and that's not what we're advertising here, but understanding the process of aging certainly is the first step in figuring out strategies to help combat some of the most negative effects that occur in our bodies as we age. Of course, we can't stop the process. So go ahead, Bill. I know you've got a lot of interesting thoughts on this. <laughs> well, that's that's a great introduction, Dr. Pacero, and I think you're exactly right. That is obviously one of the biggest concerns that all of us are confronted with, and all of us, if we haven't already, we will be. So, um, and, and you're right. We get caught by surprise sometimes. Uh, what's that old adage that if I had known I was going to live this long, I'd have taken better, better care, care of myself? myself. <laughs> yep. I know. So the, one of the questions about the aging process is, um, what is the cause? Why do we age? And surprisingly, we know a lot about how we age and what happens to our body physiologically. But in terms of exactly what is the cause, there's, there's continuing to be a debate about that. Mm -hmm. And the various, um, to, to illustrate, there's a paper that was published in uh, 2009 um, on um, that very topic and looking at what it, is aging a cause or is it an effect. And the, the implications to that I'll get back to in just a second. But if aging is the cause, then that means that as we get older, we're more prone to diseases like de dementia, cancer, osteoporosis, and other things. And we know that that is true. So it is 
That is one way of looking at it. But if we shift the paradigm a little bit and say, no, aging is the effect of these different diseases, and as cardiovascular disease or cancer or COPD or various other diseases progress, then that is what we define as aging. Mm -hmm. And that's a very different way of looking at it because the implications are that if we can find a way to correct those different diseases or ameliorate them or reduce their effects, then we can reduce the aging process. And there's still a lot of controversy about that, but I think it's a very intriguing concept. Yeah, it is an intriguing concept. So what are the, some of the other, what are some of the fundamental things that we know that take, that are related to either, as you point out, we could say chronic disease, like you talked about, or aging, because, you know, there's a debate, I guess, where there's there this is. paradigm shift as far as, you know, what's, what's causing which. So what are some of the key factors that occur in the body that contribute to this? Well, it's a, that's a very interesting thing. It's actually been looked at quite a bit. There's, there's even some books in the lay press. By um, One is by a Dan Buettner, who wrote a book called The Blue Zones. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're probably familiar with that. But the, the concept behind The Blue Zones is that um, there are places in the world, where they, which they call the Blue Zones, where people live remarkably longer and healthier than in other places in the world. And so Buettner went around the, the world Uh, Okinawa, Italy, interestingly, not far from where I live here in Southern California, a place called uh, Riverside, where there's a pocket of people that live much longer than you would expect them to. And he looked at all the different variables. And and unfortunately, there's no one thing that contributes to it across the board. But he came up with a whole series of different things that you can do, including things like um, being part of a community. Um, being part of an extended family, uh, healthy eating, not drinking excessively. It wasn't whether or not you drink. It's, it's um, how much you drink. Because in some places, um, they have, like in Okinawa, they have a, a cup of sake every evening. That's part of the, the life ritual. So it's not alcohol per se, but how, how you relate to it and how much you drink. But um, other things related to diet, the most well-researched diet that we have, and I probably shouldn't call it a diet because that implies weight loss and yep. all kinds of things like deprivation. Call it, a li- call it a lifestyle. Yeah, thank you. A lifestyle is the Mediterranean food plan, the Mediterranean diet. And that basically is um, a lot of seafood, um, a lot of uh, fresh fruits and vegetables, and relatively low levels of animal products, um, and that, from a dietary standpoint, that's uh, probably the typical uh, Mediterranean diet. Think olive oil, think Greek salads, think that kind of thing. Um, and uh, and a, a great deal of diversity in the diet. And diversity means picking lots of different colorful fruits and vegetables. So here's maybe one of the first key takeaways from our conversation. If people would select foods for their color, and by that I don't mean make sure you eat the blue M&Ms, but um, if, you, if you go to a grocery store, you'll see that there's lots of color, but, but most people's diet tends to be fairly monochromatic, if you think about it. It's white, it's brown, um, it's, um, you know, if there's green, it's just a, like lettuce that's mm-hmm. part of your hamburger. Uh, yellow, white, and brown are not bad, but if you concentrate exclusively on those, then you're missing out on an incredible amount of diversity and, and a rich flavor and a rich uh, variety of different foods. So trying to pick lots 
of different colorful fruits and vegetables because the color um, part of that vegetable carries a substance or group of substances called phytonutrients that contribute to a lot of different health benefits. One of them being most of them, but not all of them by any stretch, are antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. kind of brings us to another area, which is inflammation. Yeah, well, I mean, speak to speak to the sort of eating the variety of the, the rainbow, I mean, most of these things are going to come from vegetables, right? So, you know, we look right. at those blue zone diets and while lots of fruits and vegetables, you know, the vegetables are typically the more important component of the diet right. than the fruit. Fruits do bring a lot of antioxidants and... You know, we talk about antioxidants. Really, I think that term phytochemicals is more important because the phytochemicals have oftentimes way more far-reaching abilities in the body than what like a classic antioxidant is thought to do. Right. You know, for example, some of those compounds in, in broccoli are considered to be sort of antioxidants, but they work by upregulating our own sort of genetic expression of the enzymes that produce the most powerful antioxidants that our body can have. So instead of this idea of getting some vitamin C from an orange that might have, you know, some antioxidant power and one vitamin C molecule can quench this many free radicals. It's a lot more powerful when you look at phytochemicals that actually upregulate our own endogenous detoxification and antioxidant systems. And certainly having that variety of, of colors, those colors represent these different phytochemicals that are in each plant. And those phytochemicals are developed by the plant, usually in an effort to withstand infestation from other uh, insects. Right. And so um, and that is why, you know, we talk a lot about the importance of trying, if possible, to get these things organically grown, because while organically grown fruits and vegetables haven't really been shown to have that much higher like vitamins and mineral levels, they do. They have been clearly demonstrated to have higher levels of these phytochemicals. And that's because if the plants are having to naturally withstand some infestation and environmental pressures, they have to upregulate their own internal defense mechanism. So it's so interesting. I mean, I studied, uh, you know, biology in college and plant and animal interaction, and it always just fascinated me how these compounds that the plants make to sort of protect themselves when we consume them, it's almost like they, they have a mild level of toxicity to us, but what they do is they induce our protective mechanisms without causing us any harm. You know, I, I think yeah. yeah, I think you've nailed it absolutely. I, I think that's an outstanding explanation of exactly what's going on. There was a book published in 2010 entitled Biofarms from Nutraceuticals that had a chapter in it called Dietary Phytochemicals. And in it, they addressed exactly what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. These uh, phenolic compounds, carotenoids, alkaloids, and all these other things are in higher concentrations when the plant is slightly stressed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this concept is one that I know you know about by the way you're discussing this called hormesis, which is where uh, a little bit of a stressor is actually a good thing. Well, yeah. I too mean, little and too much is not good. Well, yeah, let's think about it. I mean, why does exercise make us healthier? Exactly. Like, like why exactly. does going to the gym and lifting weights make your muscles stronger? Right? Because you're stressing the muscle. You actually right. tear down some of the fibers. In response to that tear, your body does repair. And when it repairs, it builds a little bit more up. Or if you're doing that exercise every single day, your body thinks, all right, well, if we're going to do this every day, I better, I better compensate and I better up, upregulate the amount of blood vessels so there's more oxygen I can carry, upregulate the muscle fibers, start uh, 
spurring the DNA of the cells to spit out more mitochondria so that there's more ATP production. So yeah, I mean, people think about stress is so bad, but if you just sat in a totally stagnant environment with zero stressors at you, no gravity, no temperature dysregulation, no anything, your body would literally wither away and you would yeah. have nothing. So, right. you know, having some stress in your life balanced in a way does make us stronger. And it is the same exact thing for a plant. If it's grown in a completely stress-free environment with pesticides and chemicals and, you know, it, it is not going to produce the amount of these important phytochemicals. And that's, you know, what we know about the studies that have been done on organic versus non-organic fruits and vegetables, that there right. are higher amounts of these incredibly important phytochemicals. Yep. So, you know, it's an interesting, interesting topic and it triggers all my passion about the biology I studied. But, you know, I mean, we look at the what's the most popular things that people are consuming. You know, kale is the darling of the grocery store these days. Everybody talks about the benefits of broccoli. You know, turmeric's one of the most top selling supplements in the in the nutraceutical industry. And you look at it all and it really comes down to people trying to capture the health benefits of these plant based organisms due to their phytonutrient content. Right. So right. let's really exactly. think about it instead of going out and, you know, looking for the the hottest trend, you can literally get massive amounts of these phytonutrients every single day, three times a day if you just think about the food that you're putting in your mouth. Exactly. And you know, I want to clarify something or or stress something that you've touched on. Um it's kind of implicit within our conversation so far, but Metagenics is a nutritional supplement company, and I've worked for 40 years in this industry selling nutritional supplements, but I don't want anybody to think that either Metagenics nor I, my personal philosophy, is that as long as you take your multiple, whatever it is, that you can go eat at McDonald's every day. It just doesn't work that way, and I shouldn't pick on McDonald's, but yeah. <clears throat> the fact is that some people think, well, I'm taking my vitamins, and so it doesn't matter what I eat, mm -hmm. and exactly the opposite is true. Yeah, I mean, they're a so, supplement, so they have yeah. their role. It's exactly yeah. what, what they do. They supplement your diet right. or your life with something, and, you know, that doing fundamental work with nutrition and fundamental work with lifestyle is the key. A lot of the, one of the, I mean, I, I haven't read the blue zone book cover to cover, but I'm guessing that he didn't identify in the blue zone book that people take vitamins every day. No, no. Thanks. In fact, that was not one of the variables that he said was most pertinent to the overall health. of these Exactly. People. It's the lifestyle. It's right. the stress management. It's the community. It's the foods they're eating. It's the foods they're not eating. Um, right. That is exercise. exercise, activity. That's the key. It's the lifestyle. Now, in today's modern lifestyle, we can get people moving along in certain directions by shifting their lifestyle, but particularly if they've been unhealthy for a very long period of time. And I see this every day because most of my patients have been. They're coming into me. They're, in, they're usually middle-aged, somewhere between you know 40 and 65, and right. they've spent a whole lifetime of being unhealthy. And they're coming to me to try mm -hmm. to get them on a better path because they're starting to butt up against diagnoses, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. You need to you have pre-diabetes. You need to take this medicine, that medication, or I just don't feel well. I feel like I'm right. 65. I'm only 40. I don't know what I got two kids. I don't, I shouldn't feel this way. So I'm trying to help steer them in the right direction. The lifestyle is a fundamental piece of it, but somebody that's been unhealthy that long, we may need some additional nutrients, right. herbs, botanicals to help forge that process in the right direction, to help it go faster and to give their body a chance to do some healing before we just rely solely on the lifestyle to do what we need to do. Right. And that, so, I think that's, that's very well said. Yep. Um, 
One of the key points I want to make is that, um, for example, kale, broccoli, and spinach, they're all green, but they have different phytonutrients. And so the diversity, in addition to the color, is really important, eating lots of them. Yep, very Um, much. and even uh, for those people who can't, you know, we have a product we call Phytomulti, which is a multiple vitamin mineral, which is very rich in those um, types of uh, phytochemicals that are found in all these plants from organic sources. However, I would never tell people that you can take that and then ignore your diet. Mm-hmm. Eat a healthy diet, and then for those occasional indiscretions when we just can't help ourselves and we have to have that cheesecake, then maybe the uh, a supplement can help offset some of the uh, occasional dietary indiscretion. Yeah, it can help create some balance. Okay, we're right. going to have to take a quick break. When we come back, let's dive into the topic of inflammation because it is one of the hottest topics in the industry these days. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passero, and we're going to be back right after these words. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint Joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. Seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. Seven says yes. Solgar Number no. Seven available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane, or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back to the Essentials of Healthy Living, brought to you by the Village Green. We are joined again by Bill Shaddle, who is currently the Senior Director of Medical Education at Metagenics Incorporated. Dr. Pizarro? Thank you, Andrew. Bill, thanks for being with us this morning. appreciate you taking the time. 
It's a pleasure. Yeah, in the la- last segment, we sort of got into the, these topics of aging and, and um, you know, what happens, and we got a little diversion into phytonutrients. Let's spend a little time this segment finishing up our discussion around some of the things we know about aging, and we can also dive into some of these to- this topic of inflammation. So I'll, I'll go ahead and let you get started. Okay, thank you. Um, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the things I think it's important to point out at the beginning, and I probably should have said it in the earlier, uh, in the earlier section, there is no evidence that we have that you can stop the aging process. There's no, um, that I'm aware of at least, there's no proof that anything will stop the aging process. But what we're talking about is healthy aging. You can certainly stop the effects of the aging process. And what I mean by that is that these people in the blue zones that we alluded to in the last um, in the last section are in their 90s and 100s, and they're still working out in the fields every day, or they're involved in their community, or they're uh, getting exercise, taking walks. So they're healthy older people. Now contrast that with the people that you mentioned just now who are uh, in their 40s and feel like they're in their 60s. Uh, it helps to illustrate the difference between a chronological age, which is how many years have passed since you were born, versus your biological age, which is how that those years and your lifestyle choices have had, a, have had an impact. And one of the areas that seems to be most intriguing to researchers right now, and unfortunately we don't really have, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to, what, to the, the qualifications in just a second, but it's... Uh, studying telomeres and telomeres are little segments of dna that tell your body where to start and where to stop reading the dna and when your body reads dna that means that you're responding to any kind of stressor or any kind of signal so this conversation that we're having is causing both of our bodies to produce slightly different compounds as a result of DNA stimulation or DNA reading. And telomeres are part of that process, and they sit on the end of each chromosome, very much like uh, the little nibs on the end of your shoelace, those little plastic things that, by the way, I'm, I'm such a nerd, I know that those are called aglets. <laughs> but those little, little nibs that, sit, that, that hold the end of the shoelace uh, tightly together are very much like telomeres. So they tell the DNA to stop here. And the interesting thing is that over time, the more times your DNA gets read, the fewer of these telomeres or the shorter the telomere length is. Because since the DNA is sitting on these telomeres, when it rereads that DNA stretch, it can't reproduce that bit of telomere that it's sitting on. So they get progressively shorter with each um, um, production of new cells. So you can actually measure telomere length, um, and that will give you an indication of what both your chronological as well as your biological age is. We know that people who have, and there's a tremendous amount of research about this, we know that people who have shorter telomeres have a higher incidence of all kinds of diseases we associate with aging. So the next question is, okay, well, that sounds interesting, but tell me something that I can actually take action on. Well, there's an enzyme called telomerase, which rebuilds your telomeres. And if you have high production of telomerase, then it can help to repair or rebuild the length or lengthen these telomeres. And the person, there was a three-person team 
that discovered telomerase and and showed what it does in the body. Um, and Elizabeth Blackburn is the physician, the researcher who who wrote the book about it. Um, and I, I I can't remember. I'll see if I can find the title of her book. But it, it was about telomerase and what to do. And she said, interestingly enough, things like meditation um, increase telomere length. And so does reduction in stress. And it's called the telomere effect by uh, Elizabeth Blackburn. She's a PhD out here in California. And she, she, won, she and her, her co-researchers won a Nobel Prize for their discovery of this. Um, fish oil, exercise, stress reduction. There's a number of things that have been demonstrated to help to increase telomere length. But unfortunately, and this is the qualification I was going to make earlier, there's a lot of companies that are saying, um, take these vitamins because they will increase telomere length. And my question to them is, how do you know that? You need to be able to demonstrate in well-controlled studies that they, they do, in fact, increase telomere length. Um, and there's also a little bit of wrinkle to this because um, longer telomeres actually show, and you know, people who have them, I should say, actually show a slightly increased risk to certain types of cancers. Yeah, I mean, he, that's exactly where I was going to go with it. It's like, right. <clears throat> you know, our understanding of biology is so limited, even though right. we think we're so brilliant and we think, you know, we do have brilliant minds doing brilliant research and, research and we're learning things, but the complexity of the human body is so beyond what we can even comprehend that our right. viewpoints on these things are so reductionistic. So we, we come up with this amazing discovery about telomeres, which is a groundbreaking discovery in how our body works. You know, and we see, well, if it shortens, that must mean that we're getting older. So let's just figure out every strategy possible to make them longer. And I'm sure right. there's some drug company trying to develop some drug that, you know, enhances the telomerase enzyme, you know, to rebuild telomeres. But then what we don't realize is that perhaps shortening of telomeres is a necessary part of preventing other problems, you know, and and it it is. And that's exactly what you you pointed out. It's important to look at these things in general, right, and to understand that um, we can't look at too much of a reductionistic view. And that's why things like lifestyle, exercising, and meditation, we know also reduce risks of cancer and other chronic right. diseases. So understanding, looking at lifestyle components rather than trying to focus too much on interventions that push a biological pathway or prevent a biological pathway, I believe that's where most people get into trouble with side effects. I could not agree more because yeah. that is, and unfortunately, and I'm not trying to bash the pharmaceutical industry, but that is the pharma model. Let's either push or inhibit a particular biochemical pathway, or let's fill up a receptor so that, that some uh, physiological event can't take place, or enhance a receptor so it takes place more often. Well, okay, that's well and good in a laboratory, but the human body is an extraordinarily complex mechanism and organism, and um, that triggers a lot of untoward side effects. So without exception, I think that the, the, the safest and, and most well-documented strategy is always going to be lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And what choices do you make? And I advisedly choose that term lifestyle rather than food or diet because it, it is food, but it also includes the relationships you're in. It includes whether you choose to smoke and how much alcohol you drink and how much stress you find yourself under. And interestingly, Blackburn in her book did not, she, she made it very clear that the presence or absence of stress is not the variable that she was most intrigued by. It was the effect of that stress, mm-hmm. how the person managed the stress. There are some people who are very adept at managing stress, 
and there are others who are very poor at it. Mm-hmm. And the people who are good at managing stress um, and view it as, well, here's an opportunity for me to learn something versus, oh, poor me. I mean, that's probably an overly simplified uh, kind of a metaphor, but that gives you a sense of, of what she was talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a really interesting, interesting topic. Um, anything else on telomeres that you want to cover, Bill? Um, only that the, the, it brings us back to diversity in the diet. And you mentioned eating a rainbow a few minutes ago. And there's, you probably know Deanna Minnick, who's a, a friend of mine, who, who isn't the person who coined that term, but she's probably the one who's most popularized it. And that illustrates what, what we're trying to say here. And you're right. Most of those colorful substances are found in vegetables. Um, my, my wife took a brief trip to a few years ago to Peru, and she found that there are something like 250 different varieties of potatoes. And I thought, who, who would have thought? Because mm-hmm. we're just used to potatoes as you find them in French fries or Yukon Gold. But each one of them has slightly different phytochemical profiles. And I'm not suggesting we go out and try and find all these different potatoes, but it illustrates that when we make our choices, we tend to choose from a very narrow palate, both from a colorful standpoint and from a taste standpoint. And it's, I think it's, it would behoove all of us to increase that, the complexity of our diet and the diversity of our diet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, those are all really important, uh, interesting topics. Let's, let's take a quick break, and then uh, maybe when we come back, we can get into really dive into the inflammation process because we, like we were sort of going to do that in this segment. We got on that interesting topic of, <laughs> of, uh, of telomere. So, Andrew, why don't you take us to the break? We're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber immune supporting oat beta glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed pure Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. 
The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green. Apothecary. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique healthcare needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back to the Essentials of Healthy Living on AM 1500, brought to you by The Village Green. We are joined again by Bill Shell, who is currently Senior Director of Medical Education for Metagenics Incorporated. Dr. Pacero? Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Bill, for taking the time to be with us today. Last segment, we got into an interesting discussion around telomeres. We've been talking about this process of aging, and then I think really the point of the show was to tie in the role of inflammation. We brought up some interesting concepts and alluded to some of the things related to aging, like antioxidants and phytonutrients from foods. But Bill, let's really dive into this process of, of inflammation. I mentioned earlier in the show that you know, turmeric is one of the you know, top-selling mm-hmm. products in the natural health industry. You know, curcumin, mm-hmm. it's just a hot, hot product. And um, there's a lot of other ones related to turmeric, boswellia, uh, fish oil. It was number one for quite a while. And a lot of these products are top sellers because of this concept of inflammation. And people are starting to hear information trickle in that cancer is due to inflammation and heart disease is a process due to inflammation and mm-hmm. um, dementia and Alzheimer's is related to dementia. Now diabetes, I'm sorry, is related to inflammation and diabetes is related to inflammation. And so all of these chronic conditions that really, you know, add up to be the top, you know, like five to 10 list on the list of things that kill Americans. Number one is heart disease. Usually number two is cancer. Diabetes is somewhere in there. Stroke is somewhere in there. You know, most of these conditions, people are saying, wow, these are directly tied to inflammation. So people are out there buying up these anti-inflammatory supplements, you know, primarily because the drugs that are geared at lowering inflammation don't seem to show any evidence of being able to prevent cardiovascular disease or to prevent cancer, to prevent uh, brain issues. Actually, you know, the over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatories that people buy actually have been recently shown to significantly increase the risk of heart attack and mm-hmm. increase risk factors. So people are turning to the natural pharmacy because there is some data to show that turmeric actually, you know, can help uh, lessen some of the beta amyloid plaques that form that uh, contribute to right. Alzheimer's disease and that uh, turmeric is related to reducing some of the inflammatory process associated with heart disease. So there's, you know, some evidence to suggest that it's helpful. So everybody's out buying it up and there's this huge buzz about inflammation. So let's hear from you, you know, explain to us a little bit about inflammation, chronic inflammation, its role in the body. We can talk about what contributes to it. So I'm just going to turn it over to you after that little, little intro. Okay, well, thank you. That's a great intro. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, well, maybe um, you should just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, My yeah, listeners get to hear from me every week. Let's hear from you. <laughs> sounds, sounds good. Well, uh, you, you really touched on it because the, the one key 
underlying component or uh, associated factor in virtually every non-communicable chronic disease that we're confronted with in society um, is inflammation. Virtually every single one of them has inflammation at its core. And then the question is, well, is that the cause or is it an effect? And, and probably a little of both. That's, the answer is yes and no, depending upon how you look at it. Um, first of all, though, I think it's important to point out that the inflammatory process is absolutely essential for us to survive as a species. If we didn't have the ability to mount a defense against an, a potential threat, we wouldn't survive. We would never have made it off of the African savannas. So I'm not suggesting that inflammation is universally bad. What, what we have, though, is a chronic situation where most of us are confronted with a low level of chronic inflammation all the time. And sometimes it's even below the, the threshold at which we can detect it personally. We can't feel it. Ordinarily, inflammation is, is one of the, the key factors that physicians look at for infections. Um, you know, the, old, the cardinal signs, the dolor, kohler, and so forth. One of them being inflammation. Those are, those are key things that people or that physicians look for to see if there's a, an ongoing infection, redness, swelling, pain, etc. Um, and, and so inflammation is a good thing because if you are able to mount an effective defense against whatever is threatening you, then you can protect your body. But where inflammation goes off the rails is when you have a chronic long-term inflammatory process. And there are a number of things that can contribute to this, and I'm sure it's not going to be any surprise to our listeners that those are diet and lifestyle. So um, a lot of um, consumption of animal products, animal meats, contributes to increased inflammation. Um, there's actually anti-inflammatory diets that are out there that turn out to be very similar to the Mediterranean lifestyle that we've been discussing. Um, but this whole concept of how does inflammation tie into the aging process really is its not I wouldn't say it's old, but it's, it's not really new either. Mm -hmm. The first reference to this term, inflammaging, which contracts the two or conflates the two concepts of aging and inflammation, that I could find goes back to a paper that was published in 2000 as part of a, um, a uh, conference put on by the New York Academy of Sciences. And the researcher was named Claudio Franceschi. Uh, interestingly, what he says is that and I'll quote him here because I've got the paper in front of me. We argue that a global reduction, global meaning into, globally throughout your body, in the capacity to cope with a variety of stressors and a concomitant progressive increase in pro-inflammatory status are the major characteristics of the aging process. And that's where he coined the term inflammaging. So all of these inflammatory processes um, do contribute to the aging process. And he thinks... And, of course, there's some controversy around this, but he, he makes, I think, a pretty compelling case that the inflammatory cascade is a key component in the aging process. Mm -hmm. So back to our earlier discussion in the very beginning about is, is aging a cause or an effect, I think that if we could narrow it down to one thing, it would be inflammation is both a cause and an effect, mm -hmm. um, and if you can control inflammation, 
by modulating the various biochemical pathways that contribute to inflammation, then you can go a long way toward keeping people healthy. Yeah, I would say that's true. I think it's important to look at it a little bit more globally and understand that if you're living, I mean, usually most, no, not all, because there are instances that aren't related to lifestyle that can result with chronic inflammation, chronic infections, oh, of course. chronic of course. injury, you know, I mean, things like that can, but let's, let's just take the general population and most people, um, let's say most Americans who are, you know, most people living a relatively unhealthy lifestyle, at least mm-hmm. compared to what the human body was designed to, conditions that the human body was designed to live under. Mm-hmm. The lifestyles right. that most people live that contribute to these increased levels of inflammation also contribute to other negative effects on the body. So lifestyle choices that contribute to inflammation may be something that contains a lot of processed food, let's say. Um, Not a lot of fruits, not a lot of vegetables. Well, in a lot of processed foods, there's also not great balances of omega-3s and omega-6s. So then we throw our essential fatty acid balance off. Or there may be a greater degree of carbohydrates or simple sugars, which then throw blood sugar levels off, which have significant effects on how our cells are able to work and the energies that the cells are energy cells are able to to have access to. So, for example, dementia and Alzheimer's has sometimes been referred to as type three diabetes because right. there seems to be this gross underutilization or inability of brain cells to be able to utilize glucose and have a sensitivity to insulin, which starts to drive the process of them not being able to clear the amyloid plaques as efficiently as they could when we were younger, because what researchers have discovered is that we're always making amyloid plaque. It's just that our brain have been able, brain should be able to clear it to a certain degree. Yes. So it's like yeah. you, you compile inflammation, you compile nutrient deficiencies, you compile omega-3, omega uh, fatty acid imbalances, you compile blood sugar imbalances. You know, they all start to contribute to inflammation, but they all co- also contribute to other key dysfunctional processes of cells that don't allow us to continue to carry out the healthy process that each cell was designed to do. You know, so it it goes, you know, inflammation is a very important concept, but understand that the answers are sometimes simple. And this is where people get very confused. How, Dr. Passero, can this anti-inflammatory diet that you're prescribing for me simultaneously help me have more energy, help me sleep better, reduce my joint pain, help reverse my diabetes, lower my inflammatory markers, lower my cholesterol, lower my blood pressure, and, you know, uh, reduce the inflammatory markers on my blood work? How, how, what kind of crazy diet have you come up with? Well, it's not that complicated. If you just give the body the right things that it needs to do what it was designed to do and eliminate the things that contribute to dysfunction, the body will reach its natural, healthy homeostasis. I tell patients all the time, every single cell in your body has been programmed from the day you are conceived till the day you die. Every single cell is trying to be as healthy as it can at every single second. It is programmed properly to do the right thing. Right. Typically, why people express disease, sometimes they're genetically inherited things that, that the cell runs a certain way. We can't change that. But for the majority of people and the majority of diseases that people face, the issue is that we have done something or are doing something that is getting in the way of that cell being able to do what it's supposed to do. And exactly. this is why in my clinic, I see all the time people come in with a medical or health condition they have had for two to three decades. So 20 to 30 years, they're 50 years old. They've had it since they were in their early teen, late teens or early 20s. 
And within yep. three to four weeks of doing some key nutritional changes and lifestyle changes, they are having a resolution of that of that symptomology or that condition after 30 years. How is this yep. possible, doctor? I'm shocked. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I am too every single time, not shocked that it can happen. I'm shocked at the power and the ability of the human body to strive towards health and every cell's ability to do that. There is something masterful and intelligent that is programmed in every cell of your body. And all you have to do is foster that health and the body will do what it's meant to do. And exactly. that, that is true for inflammation and is true for all of these other processes. Now, you know, inflammation is a huge area to focus on, and I see it all the time. People are chronically inflamed, you know, and I know this because I run a set of lab tests on almost all new patients that utilize or measure inflammatory markers. Mm -hmm. And it is very common, at least probably 75% of people that I run these tests on have elevated markers of inflammation on blood work. Now, people can have elevated inflammation in their body, even if the markers that we measure on blood are normal, because we don't have a way from a standpoint of laboratory evaluation to measure every single process of inflammation in the body. Sometimes you can just look at certain conditions or look at certain people and know there's inflammation, even if the markers don't show it. Any right. type, anytime there's pain, anytime there's you know a set amount of symptoms, there's going to be inflammation, even if it doesn't show up on blood work. But the even fact- even if it's at a low level. Yeah, yeah, even if it's a very low level, sometimes below it can be detected on blood work. But it's interesting that even so many people show elevated levels on blood work. You know, it's like, okay, we have clear inflammation here. And always in people that are able to adopt and adhere to the programs that I put them on, which is nothing special, Bill. I mean, this is what you train physicians to do with Metagenics all the time. It's a key core concept of the same food principles we've talked about. Um, something similar maybe to Mediterranean diet, Mediterranean lifestyle, of course, with some specific tweaks for individuality in each people, right. eating lots of uh, vegetables of various colors, eating good quality fruits, eating low meat, low animal products, good quality fish, not a lot of processed food, not a lot of sugar, moderate to minimal alcohol intake, you know, bringing it all into balance and then sometimes doing other specialized therapies for that individual you not only see the inflammatory levels come down, but as it speaks to aging, I have literally had so many people sit in front of me in my office in their 50s and 60s and tell me that they have not felt this good with their health since they were, let's say, in their 20s. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, what is aging really? Is aging really how long am I going to live? At what date am I going to die? Would you rather live to be 70 and have every single day of awesome health, or would you rather live to 90 and be miserable for 20 years with chronic diseases? You know, it's understanding aging and looking at it, really looking at it, how do we move into these later stages of our life with the optimal quality of life, being able to do the things we want, to feel good, and to be minimally impeded by the degradation that occurs as we age. That, that's to me, exactly right. yeah, really sums up some of the concepts of, of aging, yeah. and that's what I see every day in my clinic when we do these steps that we've talked about, that you're talk mm -hmm. discussing today, that is exactly what people report. I, they're mm -hmm. literally regressing in their biological age, not their chronological age, but their biological age in front of my eyes. We're going to have to take a quick break. Lola, take us to the break. We're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Thank you, Lola. 
Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. 7, available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic. Made with the highest quality standards. Uncooked, untreated, unadulterated. Non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back to the Essentials of Healthy Living on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green. We are joined again by Bill Shaddle, who is currently Senior Director of Medical Education for Metagenics Incorporated. Dr. Pacero? Thank you, Andrew. And Bill, thank you for being with us today. I think we've had a really interesting discussion around aging and inflammation. In this last segment, Metagenics has, in my opinion, developed some of the most interesting uh, supplements, products, innovative ways of helping to support proper inflammatory levels in the body. So I'd love for you to, as an expert, you know, in one of the top medical uh, researchers at Metagenics and educators to help us understand some of these products and, and how they work in the body and get us a little familiar with them. Oh, thank you. And, and I, I want to say that I've really enjoyed my time this morning. I, <clears throat> I always learn things from when I do these things, and this is especially true today. So thank you. Um, the, the process of inflammation is a series. It's not just a single thing. It's a, it's a complex process. And there's lots and lots of different variables that have an impact on the inflammatory process. We've touched on some of them today, including diet and level of exercise, et cetera, et cetera. But the complexity of it also means that there's a lot of different places where you can have leverage points, where you can maybe have an impact 
on the production of inflammatory agents. Um, you mentioned earlier turmeric and ginger and boswellia. There's a whole series of these substances. These are, these are phytochemicals that are found in herbs that have been demonstrated to have an impact on the inflammatory process by modulating some of the enzymes that your body naturally produces, meaning um, slowing down the process of inflammation. So these actually block inflammation in very similar ways. In fact, in some cases, in exactly the same ways as do things like um, uh, Celebrex or COX-2 inhibitors or even uh, anti-inflammatory drugs or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. All of these work by impacting different steps in the biochemical process of the production of what are called pro-inflammatory mediators. And if you can interfere with that process, if you can slow it down or dampen it, then you can slow down the inflammatory cascade. And that's where Boswellia and some of these other agents fit in. Um, and yes, Metagenics does make a, a number of products that are specifically designed to have an impact on those inflammatory cascades that, based on the, um, on, the, on the research that we've done. In addition to yeah, that, the most, uh, the most, popular, oh, most popular blog on my website, one of them is um, five herbs that work as well as NSAIDs, you know, and, and <laughs> it, it, the research is pretty interesting to show us yeah. that we can manipulate the same exact um, pathway. So, yeah. you know, that's helpful if you have an acute injury, if you have an issue, it's nice yeah. to, to know about these things. So go ahead. Well, that's a, ver that's a very good point because this, this inflammatory process that we're talking about is the exact same process with different triggers. And sometimes the trigger is an injury, and the healing process includes inflammation. Sometimes it's a response to a physical threat, like a bacteria that got through the skin somehow. Uh, and sometimes it's a response to these other processes that, that then lead to diseases like cardiovascular disease. And even things like obesity have inflammation associated with them. Um, I, I alluded to a class of compounds called pro-inflammatory mediators. These are agents that our body naturally produces uh, from fats that have an impact on the production of inflammation. Some of them are very pro-inflammatory, which means that your body needs them to initiate the inflammatory process, and those tend to be made from what are called omega-6 oils. Um, omega-3 oils are generally used in the production of anti-inflammatory agents. Now, we need both omega-3 and 6. They're both essential, meaning that we can't live without them. But because of our diet and our lifestyle choices, the ratio of the pro to anti-inflammatory, the 6 to the 3 omega fatty acids, has been skewed. And, for example, Greenland Eskimos have something like a 20 to 1, 3 to 6 ratio. Japanese people have been demonstrated to have about a one-to-one. -one. We have something like six-to-one in the opposite direction, or one-to-six. Um, so we have much, much higher levels of these pro-inflammatory agents than are necessary. And since the anti-inflammatory agents come from omega-3 oils, it would make sense to increase those in our diet, and that's what you do with fish oil, uh, particularly cold-water fish like salmon. Um, mackerel herring. Unfortunately, much of the salmon that's available commercially is um, farm-raised, which makes it very low in omega-3 oils because the fish don't produce it. They just concentrate it from what they eat. So unfortunately, if we lived in the Pacific Northwest where we had a lot of access to, to line-caught salmon, that we should eat every week. But here in the, in the Midwest and other places where 
a lot of I grew up in the Midwest where a lot of people live. It's hard to get a line caught, so people eat um, um, farm-raised salmon, which unfortunately doesn't help them from a, from that perspective. However, uh, or, taking a fish oil supplement does offset that, and it, so most it does. Yeah, it yeah. does help that. And yeah. I tell people with fish oil, unless I'm treating a specific condition, sometimes where you need higher amounts at concentrated levels. If it's a generally healthy person that's living a good lifestyle, I tell them, if you eat, you know, uh, a can of sardines, wild sardines, right. there's, you know, over right. 3,000 milligrams of omega-3 fatty acids in right. that serving, you don't need to take your fish oil supplement that day. You know, right. I mean, it, it, just try and get some regular exposure. And sometimes if you don't have regular exposure through your diet, that's the time and the place to utilize the supplement. Or if I'm treating a specific condition where there may be some benefit of giving higher levels for a certain period of time. Right. Right. I take fish oil every day, and I, I think it's one of the things that all of us should take every single day because most of us don't eat the kind of fish that we should. And you're right. If you can, eat the sardines if, yep. they're, if they're fresh and organic. Uh, if not, fish oil is a good alternative. But there's a new area that's really, really intriguing. I actually attended a conference a, few, a couple weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, in Manhattan, uh, put on by the New York Academy of Sciences on what are called Specialized pro-inflammatory mediators. This, these are, uh, they're not anti-inflammatory agents. They're substances that our body naturally produces. Actually, they're downstream metabolized from fish oil. So fish oil, omega-3 oils, uh, can be metabolized in some people into EPA and DHA, and then further metabolized into these substances called SBNs. But most people don't do a good job of it. There's um, a lot of reasons for that. But what they seem to do is enhance the resolution of inflammation, which is a really novel concept. Prior to this, everybody thought that inflammation goes away because the pro-inflammatory mediators aren't produced anymore. So kind of like letting a, a, a rippled pond settle back to normal, inflammation just kind of goes away. But in fact, what's now appearing, based on research that was done by Charles Sirhan at Harvard, is that you can actively promote the resolution of inflammation, which doesn't affect the healing process. It actually enhances it. I spoke to a researcher from um, San Francisco who said that he's very excited about the effect that these SPMs can have on um, healing post-surgery, mm. enhancing the healing effect, reducing inflammation following surgery. So SPMs is a really novel kind of a new way to look at inflammation and the resolution of inflammation that I think uh, prior to this has, has been uh, not well addressed. Yeah, SPMs are really interesting. And as far as I know, Metagenics is the only company that makes yeah. a uh, SPM product and I've used it very successfully in people after acute injury, complex autoimmune conditions where there's a lot of inflammation. It is a go-to product in my in my formulary. Oh, it's, it's an excellent product. I'm glad it's working for yeah. you, well, Bill, we are out of time for today. Thank you so much for being on the show and helping contribute to another interesting discussion to everybody out there. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Uh, it's this been is my pleasure. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Village Green has a full range of pretty much all Metagenics products. They certainly have the SPM Active. They have the Metagenics products that contain some of the anti-inflammatory herbs that we were talking about. They really have a lot of wonderful resources. So don't forget to stop by. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living, wishing you all the best of health. Until next time, take care.
Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 54. 15 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.